is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Today's show is brought to you by BarkBox.com. Get one free extra month of BarkBox at BoardWalkAudio.com forward slash BarkBox. Shelby wants to talk about... Shelby the dog Shelby. wants to weigh in on this. She wants BarkBox. She wants so, those four yeah. to six uh, treats and curated toys every every month basically this is shelby's way of saying i want new toys and i want some delicious snacks yeah get you, some you can go on BarkBox and you tell them if your dog is small and cute just right or big and bold i think shelby's small and cute right yeah she's small and cute she's like yeah she's cute. very much joining in on this you can choose one six or twelve months she's like give me twelve months give me two years yeah give i want me a my full subscription life. give me toys uh, give me treats <laughs> you can cancel anytime free shipping free shipping free shipping oh my Oh my God, right, Shelby? Right, Shelby? Yes, yeah, so you get a free month at BarkBox. So if you go to Boardwalk Audio slash BarkBox, you can get a free month. Other than that, it's just like 20 bucks and it's free shipping. Yeah, and like they have different themes every month, so it's like a little happy surprise. Oh, it's like St. Patrick's Day, you get like little leprechauns. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you, oh my gosh. Shelby wants Barkbox. You guys, if that is not a ringing endorsement, I don't know what is. Shelby approved, guys. Go to boardwalkaudio.com forward slash Barkbox. Enjoy the show. Yay! I just drink wine. Wine. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the wine situation. situation. Nah, hi, hi, Ellen. Sean. How are you? I'm so good. It's How are so you? so good to see you it's on so this good. side of the mic. I <laughs> never usually, have. Usually she's on the other side of the mic. Uh, wait, what do you... On the microphone? Yeah, yeah. The microphone. Am I normally like angled yeah. differently? No, I mean, I just or, I just yeah. thought I'd say it. Like, yeah. it's like that's a common like colloquialism. Oh, yeah. But I'll it's see not. you on the other side of the, on the, other side the, side of the mic. mic. Oh, on this side of the mic. Sean Buchholz, our fearless wine whisperer. Who that's uh Worked for our someone who we're going to introduce to you shortly. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! The uh, most talked about name on this podcast is sitting in the very studio you guys, right now. I can't lie; I've been like a little nervous today. I'm very excited. We've built him up, yeah, so much, and now we've delivered him to you. We're just trying to do everything. I mean, he better live up. Like, let's not do oh, make him nervous. No pressure on him. No, he, a, he, he did. He we'll did. It. Make His him job look, is done. He showed up. He could be terrible. We will make him look golden. Uh, exactly. We're here to hold him up. We're, high. Yes, we're here to elevate yes, him. Yes, he is Simba. <laughs> if you can see the two of us, we're both like champion posing. Yeah, we're like yeah, power posing. Power posing. Yeah. Oh, power pose. Yeah. Yay, that feels good. Th- that does feel good. Yeah. yeah. We were holding our hands up, people at home. Um. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is the wine situation, guys. Welcome. In case Where we you pair didn't know. wines with wines. Yeah. Today we're doing a little less pairing. But uh, before we get into the details of the show, do you want to do the hip sip tip? Oh, sure. What is your hip sip tip? I well, feel like you were excited about your hip sip tips. This oh, week. yeah. I mean, this one is, uh, there's a different one I was referencing before. This one is a wine, um, and I, it's, I, I didn't know what our famed guest was bringing us today. So it's kind of funny. I'd already made the, I wanted to talk about, I had a Mexican Nebbiolo. Oh. Yeah. My, my friend Scheherazade, you know her. She yeah. she uh, took a trip to the Guadalupe Valley. I've uh, heard it's really fun. Yeah. She brought back a bunch of wines that I tasted some I hadn't really loved. And then she's apparently they're doing Nebbiolo in Mexico now. And it was really good. It was definitely. Kind of it was really good. It was it was definitely a new world. It was very fruity, berry, berry rich, yeah. I would say. But it had like that really distinct 
guitar thing to it. Huh. Didn't oh, get so cool. much of the roses. Yeah. I feel like all wine from Mexico tastes like sunshine. <laughs> it tasted like tar. I don't know what that means. But Shiny all the tar. <laughs> just, I'm like, this tastes like sunshine to oh. me. Uh, no, well, this one <laughs> like tastes... like Sunny D. This no, one tasted, <laughs> yeah. This wine tastes like Sunny D. No, that would be a bad pairing for Nebbiolo. Yeah, no. Orange juice and wine. <laughs> that sounds like. Anyway, so no, that's thanks. that was my hip cool. tip. Was uh, Mexican Nebbiolo? They're yeah. doing it there. It's good. Nice. What'd you drink? Um, well, mine's actually uh, coffee drinks. What? What? Spoiler alert! No, um, <laughs> there's no double coffee. spoiler. We've been uh, drinking coffee before. We actually, <laughs> no tea. Tea it's a little with Somers. Uh, um, no. <laughs> No, we won't uh, do that. No, uh, Go Get Em Tiger does these holiday drinks for Ooh. Thanksgiving. So they do their take on the Starbucks. 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 That's um, what they call it so they Starbucks. don't get sued. Yeah, exactly. You have a Starbucks Frappadino. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you had a Frappadino? It's a pumpkin Spice hey, can I get a Frappadino? Um, yeah. <laughs> but like for the pumpkin spice, they have like a tiny pumpkin pie on top of a latte. <gasps> yeah. And it's they're amazing. So I had like a coffee nut one and like oh, this yum. weird cup of noodles thing. It was Wait, wild. With a cup of noodles or in a cup of noodles? So it was like in the shape of a cup of noodles oh. container. And then you poured in hot almond milk okay. into these like toffee chips and you stirred it up. Oh. Yeah. And then you drank it. It was like a toffee nut. Yum. Thing it was really good, and then yeah, and then you had like a coffee packet you put in there too. So there's all kinds of great stuff. I love it. Yeah, so that was my hip tip tip, and I felt oh. pretty hip because it was like a hip coffee yeah. shop, a lot of hip people, and I was like, I'm not cool enough to be here. You're so you, you're in with that crowd though. A little bit. Like I went there with Sean once though, and he's just like bitching over the counter to the people working there. They knew <laughs> each other. Like they're they're over at Covell drinking, and they're just slinging you drinks, and you're like, I don't pay. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they are they are good friends. They go way they're back. They're friends so. up the street. Yeah, they're neighbors. You know, good neighbors. Uh, let's bring up our uh, our ma- our mailbag oh, question because yeah, we, mailbag we question? can then we can enter our guest and he can help us answer it because I, I think that. he'd be qualified. I mean, so uh, Shahrazad, the same person who knew enough to get uh, Nebbiolo from Mexico, she had a, a question that she wrote in with. Uh, Hit me. Wrote she texted and we were not asking our friends to send. You guys, we want you to email us or email text us, us or tag. Us. We want your questions. We want your questions. We want we want to give you answers. Yes. Or answers. We want to be of service. Yeah. The wine situation at gmail.com. You can tag us on things. Just yeah. Yeah, whatever. You know. If you think of it. Text us. Text us, find us on social media. Just send us a a message. Um so Shahrazad wanted to know what's the best wine to bring to a party where no one else appreciates fine wine like I do, but I also don't want to drink plonk. Basically something I can enjoy but won't be wasted on others. So I'm thinking what she wants is something yummy with a good price point. Yeah. Uh, or something that can maybe turn a non-wine person into a wine person. Ooh, that's a good that's a good rephrasing of the question. Yeah. yeah. How do you like a like get a good wine that will turn people that's like, yeah. what? What is this? Because my I just want a drink and I don't want plonk that I can grab at the grocery store was usually my answer to our grocery store challenges. I'm like, well, I just get like the higher level Ravenswood. <laughs> you love Ravenswood. I do. But like, I feel like bringing like a, like a Carmenere or something would be interesting, but yeah. it, like, it's a good gateway wine, you know, yeah, it's I'm, like still new world. People be like, oh, it's fruity and delicious and I could drink it or. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I have like a specific wine, I would advise her to 
bring that maybe would change people's minds. Yeah. Hmm. We'll think about it. Well, I'm going to intro, yeah, we'll intro um, our, guest our guest and, and he can help us answer this. Like, Let me tell you. Um, Let well, me tell you about this. We've said his name on the show maybe more times than any other name I ever spoken in the world. I believe, I mean, I was doing my research and approximately 472 <laughs> times. Is that what you were doing all night? <laughs> in the last 20, <laughs> 27 you have to episodes. sleep at some point. I know. I'm you can't just... stay up because you're a goth. You don't sleep. <sighs> I don't you don't sleep. need sleep. Not at night. Your dark, dark soul doesn't need rest. I sleep when the sun comes out. Do I, I know. Uh, well, he worked with Gordon Ramsay in New York, founding some at the Alex Restaurant in The Wynn in Las Vegas. Worked with uh, Gary Denko in San Francisco. He's a... Uh, he had the honor of employing Sean Bickle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Briefly employer of said me. Um, past the W sets, uh, quarter masters. I mean, it's just, it yeah, goes on and on. It's Gregory Condes, you guys. He's in the studio. Hi, Greg. Hi, Greg. Hello, Ellen. Hello, Sean. It's so exciting to have you so here. So excited to have you here. We're so excited. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. I can't believe that I'm here with you guys. I mean, this is and Zig, Zig, Zig in the flesh. Oh my gosh! You know, it's like <laughs> lacing the track, locking the flow. You guys, we're like DJs here. Just keep it going. You know. Thank you so much. Thank Ellen, you for Sean. coming out. Thank you. Thanks for this coming. This man flew in from San Fran today. Yeah, just, San Francisco. It's like I'll just jet on over and do the. Do your little show. <laughs> That's right. You know, there's like Uber, NetJet sort of stuff now. Oh, also really? in the Southwest. Oh. <laughs> yeah, for, for those of you. Out I'm there. a Southwest Sky bus. fan. I, I like them. I like the whole like number system. Everybody's mm, yeah. sort of equal in a way. Yeah. Except for depending on the letter. I the like number. the like cheesy <laughs> jokes and things they always tell. They tell yeah. a lot of cheesy jokes on Southwest and I'm into it. <laughs> yeah. You know, they some people have flair. Um, you know, like back mm-hmm. in the you know the the, the Office Space movie. Where oh yeah, the TGI Fridays. Thing. Right, right. Yeah. But, oh yeah. But their flair is what they say and how oh, they yeah. say it. That, yeah, you I'm, keep it fun. They keep it light. They do. You know, I love that. They love give a lot of Southwest. snacks. They come by with yeah. like whole trays and they're like, take it all. And you're like, I'll have pretzels and Oreos. Thank you. Mm. Do you know any <laughs> times they've given me free drinks on these flights? Really? Like, We're now breaking this, uh, <laughs> taking a break in our regularly scheduled uh, podcast to uh, announce we have a new sponsor. Southwest. <laughs> Greg, this is your last chance to sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, no, this is it. You got a bunch of free for airline tickets now we're, coming no, at we're, you. We're, what's happening is we're doing the podcast on a plane from now on out. Actually, they have Wi-Fi and I always use, the, I'm like, I email and I'm text because you could text and stuff and oh. like it's um, oh, yeah. like people have no idea that I'm at 35,000 feet you're like just working it's great because nobody can call you you're on in your own sort of little zone and get your work rocking done. and rolling and it's pretty peaceful actually well you are the hardest working man in wine business oh. I know that to be true well, that's I mean he so. we were trying to have him on the show since he sponsored us and then I think it was in August I think he finally texted Sean I can be on the show November 30th yeah we're like <laughs> we're locking it in we locked it in right away we're like yes and look we he's here he I know through. I'm amazed actually I kind of was through. surprised is, there wasn't gonna, yeah. like a wine emergency that this is some northern California follow-through right here I love it <laughs> I, I like to do what I say say what I do, honor the commitments. It's, uh, you know, part of being a good human being and being on it. It's true. Which is something that yeah, I mean, there's there's many. You know what the funny thing is? The most successful people in the wine industry are like fast. Yeah. Like you send them a text, you get an answer. You send them an e- email, you get a response. You say a date and time, you're there. Yeah. 
because if not, you're not going to be successful in life. You know, if you need investors to start a company or a business or if you are employing people or if you're doing paperwork or legal, because all, all of those things come into play when you are running and operating any type of business. And Sean and For Ellen, sure. Sig, I'm sure you all can agree. And anybody listening to that, this podcast, it's true. I'm you pouring know. wine while you talk. I love yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, Sean and I were kind of because you didn't tell us in advance what uh, you wanted to whine about. So we were coming up with all I our didn't own know wines. This morning. <laughs> or what we wanted to whine well, about. We, we were, we, yeah, we, we were coming up with all sorts of stuff to whine about, and, and you were normally we're bringing our guest wine, but since, I mean, it would be coming from you anyway. anyway yeah, so the uh, trip. he surprised us with a, a Nebbiolo, right? Yeah. Do you want to tell us so, about that? Yeah, the... so you can tell us about the wine for once. Ooh, Ooh. What are we drinking? What are we, what are we drinking? drinking? Oh, what it's is backwards this? day. It's mm. backwards day. Oh my God. Well, if this is a little wine that comes mm. from... Oh, that smells great. Doesn't that smell beautiful? Wow. Mm. It's from... This has the roses. It does. This, that, mm-hmm. they, they add some in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> rose th- wine. I mean, so many people... I'm sure someone will write in with a wine question saying, do when people say it has notes of tangerine and rose, does, do, uh, how many do they add? And we'll be like, so many. So many. Tons. Tons. Uh, so many tangerines. Tons. So you know where Switzerland is, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. So basically, this is the closest region to Switzerland. Uh, comes from the north, northernmost, uh, northwesternmost region of Italy, uh, Valtellina Superiore in Lombardia, uh, in the Alps. Wow. And what is very special and unique, a lot of the valleys in the Alps run north to south. Hmm. The Valtellina runs east to west. Huh. Okay, and so think about that. Does that help bring in some ocean breeze? Or? Close, close. There's a lake, a lake that's nearby. Oh, Geneva? Uh, no, is it Como? Yeah. Yeah. Lake Como. Lake Como. Oh. Lake Como. So they have So a, if they run east-west, then they could be south-facing. Bravo. 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 I wonder who taught me about wine. Oh. He's sitting right there. Oh, Gregory Condos. Hey. It, yeah, or I think maybe your your geography teacher north yeah. south would have gotten that one. <laughs> Credit to your schooling. Yeah. So yeah, it's on the north side and it's facing south. And when you're there, like it's very. It's, it's, you're when you're there, you're on these terrace vineyards, and these wow. these, these terraces go back to thousand years okay wow like the days of the celtics and all that sort of stuff that's like jesus drank that wine yeah and uh (laughs) you look on the other side and the south side it's all forest all woodland not Uh, forest woodland and it has the the like ellen correct absolutely 100 percent. the cooling influence from the lake that comes Mm -hmm. through and you could be there in january and your feet might be in snow Mm-hmm. But you'll be wearing a T-shirt, kind of like you know, skiing or whatever. Yeah. It's like you know, on, on the vines. This place is. Uh, wow. I've been to almost every single wine region on the face of the planet, and I will tell you, there, this place touches your heart, wow. touches your soul. You're there. You're like, oh my god, yeah. this is like it. It's 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 emotional. Yeah. It's a very special place, hmm. and it's beautiful. You see the snow-capped mountains all around you. Even even in the summertime, I was yeah. in the summertime, yeah. and the work that goes into these terraces because sometimes they're terraces. Yeah, I was going to so, ask like how like, are they having steep to carry dirt up the hill as it slides down? Sometimes they have they, have, they have to carry the rocks, and every year they have to repair the different wall, the different walls. Oh, it has the like in the duro where they make 
Like, exactly. Or the Potomaris, those Dora, tall- Exactly. Yeah. This is the only other area. Mm. They put the walls most- in the side of the mountain so exactly. it doesn't slide down. Wow. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. This is the only other place. Duoro and uh, Valtellina are the closest in beauty. And people say the same thing when they go to Duoro. It's like, wow, they're blown away. The places you know, I need to go. I know. You know, we'll get that passport stamped. Well, Southwest is going to take us there. (laughs) Southwest. It's like like 14 layovers and and changes, flight changes. Can we cheers? Because I want to taste this. Oh, I already, oops, just kidding. I saw nothing. Cheers. Mm. Muy delicioso. That's fantastic. This is uh, made by, let's see that on the front of the label, there's these two Mm. guys in the bottom. That is uh, Faso and Birba. Faso and Birba. Are they real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The the tall guy is Faso Uh and the short guy is Birba. And these two guys, like, they're from the region Mm -hmm. and they... I mean, they're from there, and they were always doing harvests and everything. And they're like, "Oh, you know, like there's these big companies that you probably may know that bring that make wine that come to the Valtellina." Mm-hmm. I'll just, you know, that I won't say the names of them, uh-huh. but, uh, but Ooh, shade. Uh, wine no, shade, no, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> but uh, they're like, "Oh, you know, like the the quality of the farming isn't really up to par." And they went to analogy school. They came back to their native region. They went to the school in um, in uh, in uh, Valdo. Which is a very important school in Italy, one of the best schools for winemaking. Come back and they make the wine on the bottom of this church for like practically like nothing because like they had no money. And they're all piecemeal together, all these little pieces, like one hectare here, one little there. They go from like elevations of like 400 meters, like 650 meters of elevation. This wine sees no new oak, this large. Uh, Botte for uh, 12 months. Wow. Dirupi. Is that the name of the wine or the, the winery? Or the... That's the name of the winery. Okay. And so dirupo means steep in Italian. Mm. Dirupi is, or a uh, cliff also, cliff. Mm-hmm. And dirupi is like plural for many oh. steep cliffs. Oh. And so dirupi is the name of the winery. Uh, Valtellina Superiore is the appellation. And this is just it's a the... DOCG? Ma, molto bene, Ellen. Parla bene. I'm reading the book. Mm. I'm, okay. re- I'm reading the label. <laughs> okay. but, yeah. Good reading. Oh, good reading. Is that a Picasso good. doodle? Like, oh. it, it does feel very Picasso, exactly. It looks like a Picasso too. doodle. Do you want to know the story on that? Yes. Uh, I couldn't believe that this is what they said to me. And so... I guess like I was like, so hey, what's up with the label? Is this? Like, they're like, oh, we went. The, oh my god, you guys! If you met Faso and Birba, you'd be blown. Oh, I, I could show you videos right now. Of these guys. Uh-huh. Oh my god. The, the, okay, these guys are like the Arno Roberts of the Valtellina. Oh okay? yeah, I love Arno Roberts. Because these guys, are the, you go all over Valtellina, and these guys, everybody loves them. These guys are like, man, oh, okay. who's Arno? Oh, uh, uh, they're like Lake County. Like they do like a trousseau, which is fantastic, mm-hmm. and they do like a lot of like more obscure varietals. But they're like kind of rock stars in Northern Very California. Hip. Very hip, yeah. Oh, everywhere. I Every, mean, you yeah. go to Manhattan, yeah. you go to Chicago, you go to the uh, best places yeah. here in L.A. And... But where's the actual winery for Anna Roberts? Yeah. Uh, is it in Lake County? Is it up north, or is I it down here? I believe they make the wine in Sonoma County. I think so. That's what I Punch Down Cellars. Last time I checked, although they may have changed, although that's that. where they're based out of. I know that you know that you see them. Hillsburg and all that a lot of times. So anyhow, and these guys are like Faso is like so much life and so and Birba, these guys are awesome and the wines have so much energy 
and they're yeah. alive. They're great. Is this a new wine for you then that you're ripping? Or uh, yeah, this I is have, a brand new wine, you guys. This is a new release a that new we release. haven't even seen. But I've been following this wine for almost seven years. Really? And I waited almost two years to bring this wine in. Wow. This is like so what's the, the story on the label? You, oh God, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I <laughs> distracted. disrupted with this. So thank you, Ellen, for keeping us on point. My, 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 it's my, my job here. My wife, Ellen, also keeps me on point. So mm-hmm. Ellen, it's thank, the job of Ellen's of the world. Ellen's of the world. You know, it's the cross that Ellen us, bear. You know. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, you, yeah, not always keeping it on the straight, but depending on which Ellen, but <laughs> making bad word jokes now. Um, so they went to go see their graphic designer guy, and he's like, they're, they're, these guys are like talking about what their whole identity, philosophy, ideology of what they're doing. And I guess like the designer was like moving the mouse like on the on the screen, mm-hmm. and 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 Fast was like, "Wait, stop! What is that? that stop! <laughs> that and he's like, "That's the mouse that I just." He's like, "No, but that's it. That's it right there." Uh-huh. And I was like, "Really?" They're like, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking to myself, the graphic designer must have been like, "Wow, this is the easiest this is- money I've ever made." <laughs> it really does look like one of the Picasso doodles. <laughs> yeah. Like, Zig, check this out. Did you see? <laughs> so just Wait, yeah. wait, that's it. Stop. Yeah. Stop. He's, Stop. Like, he's like, that'll be $5,000. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's so oh, Yeah, I wonder God, how much so you, they ended up getting charged for. Yeah. Well, they make the wine in the bottom of the church. I don't think they got that much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. How long has it been around for? Like 10 years or seven years? Yeah, like maybe nine years. And it started like super small. They just got the Trebi Kiri Award this last year. Uh-huh. Though they have been gaining popularity more and more and more. Like in Italy, there's this um, Raya, call it, it's like NBC, it's like ABC, it's like big deal in mm-hmm. Italy. Their head broadcaster came to visit them in the vineyards. They brought the whole television crew, right. rappelling off of the cliffs with the whole crew. And they have to have insurance waivers. In order to go there, you have to be harnessed in. Just, oh, wow. just you know. Wow. It, these guys are, their star is rising. Right. And I'm and, amazed this is 2014, because yeah. like, I feel like in Nabiolo, normally you have to wait. Like we drank, uh, you would sent us the uh, uh, Azalea Azalea, and it was like I was like this is so young or at least for a a Nebbiolo but it was like 2010 or 11 Uh, I think it was 12 okay it was it was also very young but this doesn't this is feels already the tannins are more balanced yeah sandy soils Mm. Sandy soils, any grape anywhere in the world, whether in Sardinia, whether you're in the Santa Rita Hills, whether you're in France or in Piemonte or, or in Valtellina or whatever, if you've got sandy soils, you're going to have a wine that's much more gentle and er- oh. um, elegant and softer on the palate. Interesting. And lifted aromatics. Interesting. I wonder and what. Wonder does it have something to do with the about. drainage? Or? Yeah. And well, here's the thing. These are things that I hope they never figure out, you know, like everybody always wants to say, oh, because of A, B, and then C, everything wants to be like super scientific and like, well, why does the wine have rose petal and this and all this other stuff, right? It just happens. Yeah. You know, they don't, you know, they, they, it's they, part of the beauty of the wine. Yeah. But I'm the already mystery. like doing like stereotypical Italian yeah. gesture you have and to, drinking. To speak I'm like, Italian. The Elena. The beauty of this wine. <laughs> But it, but the, uh, but to, to the if you wanted to be like uh, have the like the most correct answer it would be the drainage that okay. would be the most correct sort scientific of 
specific sort yeah. of boring yeah. answer. Yeah. Using like yeah. drainage. Yeah. Yeah. It's because the wine's fucking happy. Yeah, exactly. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> if you're left brain, it's because of drainage. If you're right brain, it's because the mystery. You know. You, you know the <laughs> is other that right? Thing? Right brain. Yeah. yeah right yeah. brain's artistic. Um, left brain is. Yeah, because they analytical. say the left-handed people are the more artistic. Although I've known a lot of uh, left-handed people who right. are a lot more analytical. But like left brain being creative or left I brain. I think being... so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wait. No. Wait. Okay. Now it was right. Or no. I don't know. I'm no. Gonna... I think right brain is supposed to be more creative. Gregory, you have a. You have a. You have a. Do, do, do you know about this? So, I, what you, would no. you bring to a party? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Save me, Ellen. Yeah. I'm like, wait. What is right brain and left brain? Right. Okay. So, going to a party—that's a really great question, you know. And I get asked questions like this all the time, like, "Oh, what's your favorite wine? Best yeah. wine? This and that." Blah, blah, yeah. Blah. And it's like it depends on your mood and the situation and Boom. the people Boom. and everything. All of that. All of that. If you're going to the beach, dude, bring fresh white rosé bubbles. Yeah. You know, you're not going to bring hearty bubbles red. Bubbles is like my safe yeah. answer for anything. People are like, "What do I pair with this?" I'm like, just, just something bubbly. Yeah. But what if you're bring going to a holiday party and it's cold? I mean, here we are in the lovely. Los Angeles yeah. and it's nice but it's let's say for instance <laughs> it's let's say for instance you're going to the Sierra foothills or some mm. place a cabin with your grandmother and some uncle friends and they don't and, appreciate wine yeah. they don't know shit don't about, wine. Crap about wine they're like why are you wasting your life reading yeah. about wine and drinking yeah. all the time yeah, get a job <laughs> But you want to party with your Get family. A job. You're just drinking. Yeah, you're ready yeah. to party with your family. Yeah. You want to bring something that you want to drink, but they'll enjoy too, even if they don't appreciate it. That they'll might might help them understand why you love wine. What would you bring to that situation? Well, I think Ellen um, is on the right track. The Ravenswood. Well, not specifically <laughs> yeah. with the Ravenswood, though. With Zinfandel. Yeah, um, it's juicy, but it's interesting, and I love Zinfandel. It's so kind of like a group hug wine, you know. <laughs> it's sort of like. Everybody can sort of like, hey, you know, yeah. it's like, hey, okay. There's something in there for everybody. <laughs> Group like, hug yeah. wine. Like, okay, come here. Uh, all right. Like, yeah. You smell a little bit. It's all right. I have to write, oh. I have to write that down. Like, the group we can all get along. Can, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You start singing Kumbaya, you know. Yeah. I've but, turned more of my friends with, with Zens than like, yeah. Like my, my best friend, he just always made fun of me for wine. Yeah. And then he bought, so, well, he bought, the, it's also endeared to me because it got him into it. He bought it because he was like, it had a dark label with a dark name. And he's not even as goth as me. But he, um, And then he was like, this is really yummy. He's channeling you. Channeling you. But see, like in a wine bar situation, Zinfandel usually is not the choice. People usually do not want Zinfandel. They always say Pinot. Well, that's they always people, say Pinot. That's and they all they no want. Idea it's because Simon. Mean. So like, I like okay. a really heavy, deep Pinot. I have two theories. Or a Malbec. It's A, <laughs> yeah. sideways for the Pinot, and B, pink, or, or the, the white Zin that made people... People don't realize so many people. They're like, "Oh, that's a pink wine, right?" Zen. I don't want that. I'm like, yeah, "No, or white Zinfandel." Yeah. Well, they just hear Zinfandel and they only know it as white Zinfandel. So they're like, "Ugh." The, the other thing I would say to that is getting people to drink more Syrah. Dare I say? Mm, yeah. You know why? No. Is because because everybody drinks Pinot, right? But let's just just I'm just gonna put it out there. A lot of Pinot isn't really Pinot. Okay. What? A lot of the pe- well, there's so many clones. Well, expose. For, forget the clones. Oh. Clones does not matter. So what do you mean? You're just saying it's straight up different grapes? No, I'm so, well, <laughs> actually in, actually well, you know under California law that it only has to be like, 85 percent right. varietal. You can throw in other stuff, which some people do. But let's just say it's 100 percent Pinot, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just not even think that you're mixing other grapes. The clone situation, I'll talk about that in a second. But 100 percent Pinot. Why is it not Pinot Noir? 
because it's overripe, mm. overextracted. Well, in the U.S. Anyway. Uh, <clears throat> there's Oops. a lot of French versions of Pinot Noir that are quote unquote modernized, and there's this. Oh, well, I hear Grand Grand Cru Burgundy now is like super oaky and super like. Um, well, it's always had oh, okay. new oak, but, right? but like more more new now world than style. Ever, right, more now than ever before. And so, what does all that mean? Well, they're, they're doing it to get great ratings, great press, yeah. and they're trying to sell to make it uh, viable in the marketplace. Yeah. And so with that being said, the wines that people are drinking are really big and powerful and muscular. And that's, that's not what Pinot's supposed to be. That's not sure. what Pinot's supposed to be. We know what Syrah, the Northern Rhone, was like this crossroads between it gives you the elegance and the lift and the perfume that you would get in a Pinot, but with the power and the muscle that maybe you would get out of a Bordeaux. Mm -hmm. And so, and like 15 years ago, Syrah was like predicted to be the juggernaut grape of the world. And everybody went planting Syrah. And then they just, just, there was so much crap Syrah made. And that's no why you see so many blends nowadays. Oh. You notice that you see everything's a red blend. Yeah. Well, they had to find a different way to market that. Yeah. And that's they Syrah. can't market it as Syrah. They market it as a red blend. Right. I'm like, oh, red blend. Uh. So you think they're kind of like over farming and like amping up the Pinot Noir and not making it its true expression? They're, yeah. Absolutely. And are you speaking Yeah. So therefore, it's like overshadowing other grapes that might necessarily fill that, that role. And that's because uh, you people that are doing it want to sell the wine and Sometimes people that are doing it are driven by different reasons. Some people are like, oh, I went to Burgundy. And you're like, yeah, you went, to, you, oh, know, you went to Burgundy. Yeah. But you're not in Burgundy. You're not in Burgundy. Do you know what Pinot, yeah. I think, fulfills what I think Pinot should be that I'm getting more and more into is Spätburgunder. I'm getting so into Spätburgunder because yeah. to me, I'm like, this is what Pinot should be. like. And maybe it's the cold nature of it. Maybe it's how they're making it in Germany. But I'm like, this is like Pinot I want to Yeah, drink. you're absolutely correct. Tastes like delicious cherry Coke and I love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Spätburgunder is... Uh, very uh, nowadays, because 15 years ago, it was not the same thing. You have to mm. consider global warming. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, it's yeah. getting warmer. And also technology. Spitbergunder, for our listeners, it's what they call Pinot Noir if it's made in Germany. Correct, correct. Uh, they also call it that in northeastern Italy and uh, oh. parts of Austria. Where they also speak German? Is that it? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just checking. Is Blau Frankish a clone of Pinot or is that just straight up Pinot? Blau Frankish is a you know? different grape. Blau Burgunder is Oh, that's also a Pinot, Pinot Noir. Noir. Oh, okay, that's yeah. what I'm thinking Blau of, Frankish yeah. is a different totally grape. Totally different grape. Okay, yeah. In, that's, in Austria, and Blau, Blau Burgunder is I was trying to remember the... of Pinot. And then Pinot Gris and Pinot Blanc are biotypes of Pinot Noir, you know? Just like Pigato is a biotype of Vermentino. Vermentino. They're like the same. Just like, you know, there's Grenache Blanc, Grenache yeah. Gris. But it's where the Pagato, like like the skins, like do that little speckled thing mm-hmm. from like a second during ripening, that's and that's right. it. That's the only. But time it's the know. same. It's the same grape. Grape, but it's weirdly behaves in that weird way. It, it, and but they're different. You know, they're different. You, you you have to. It's like religion. You know, if you're Christian, you're you know, Muslim, or you're Jewish, or you're this or that. You're not. You don't want to change somebody's idea of what they're thinking, right? Because the if you talk to the science people, they might say. No, it's the same yeah. damn thing. But if, yeah. when you're when you're there, yeah. like you see it, you're like, there is a difference. And the people that have been there the whole, uh, you thing. taste the wines yeah. are yeah. different. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. That's where that whole thing about science, like, you know what? I hope we don't know all the reasons. Yeah. Because right. you know yeah. what? It's like, 
Well, like, I mean, I feel like cooking is like that. Like some people can cook and they can be following the exact same. And I feel like baking, especially. I oh yeah, love baking, baking for sure. But I'm like people. They're they're you, people can be following the exact same recipe, and maybe it's the flour they're using. Maybe it's the love they put into it. But people that can bake well, <laughs> the temperature, the time of day, can yeah. bake. Yeah, no, pasta. It's really pasta. Think about this. Flour, water, so many things. Ooh, or just love. Water. No, no, no. Think Instincts. Knowing how to work the dough with your hands makes a difference. Uh, like uh, No, no. It has nothing. Okay, think about right. this. I, I remember talking with Ario Batali about this. Pasta is the pasta. Yeah. Where are you making it? Because the water... The water. Are you water. Well, New they York, say that New about York New York, York pizza. Water? Yeah, New York water, pizza, San yeah. Francisco water, L.A. Water, water, water from different places in Italy. Yeah, yeah, mineral yeah. content. Yeah. I mean, these are the that, weather, the humidity, and the flour you're using. Like that'll change it. Like yeah, like beers like that. And too, that's why people and, are like baking's yeah. an exact science. I'm like, but you have to know how to use your instincts to work with what you have because right. like things kick in. <laughs> and, and at the end of the day, you know, wine, food, it almost. The, the quality, well, no, the quality will always should be good, right? Though what will heighten and take it to the next level is the company and the people that you're uh, around. Yeah, because you can you can go to French Laundry or Per Se, and you could be with the most dull people in the world. And be like, dude, this meal sucks. It's <laughs> so true. It's so true. You guys, like, you can should, have, is our like, wine with an H actually about people who try and like use too much science? Is that our? Because yeah. I just realized we haven't like whined at all. We're yeah. just like, <laughs> that's okay. I guess that's our wine. We can have a lot. We can go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, too much can, science, or and also just like having good company. Yeah, because I really like, like that too. Because right I feel now. like I've been in like very nice situations. I'm like this should be amazing. I should be having the time of my life, but I'm not. And I don't. And that this can is be like, the problem with going to professional tastings when you're like running around with your spit cup yeah. and you're just like, I want to appreciate everything, but it's really hard in this environment and with all these people in the crowd and like. Well, that's the worst place to. Taste I know. Wine. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say like usually tastings are not very much. The only reason why I even go is just to say hi to people. Yeah, you know, and because I sometimes have to be there. But yeah. you're <laughs> like, like, well, you know, I mean, I mean, I don't, you know, yeah. I, I, and I make no point of like hiding that yeah. in that yeah. now. <laughs> now it's public. Um, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I'm curious though, like, what do you want like consumers to know about you as a wine importer? Like, what do you feel like people don't know about what you do, and like what they should know, and what do you feel like your role is in terms of consumer? That's a great question, Sean. I really Thanks. appreciate you asking that, and. <laughs> So we've we got more. <laughs> we rehearsed this. Yes, we also, over. I want to play "What's in a Glass" with you at some oh, point. Oh my god! But, yeah, but yeah. Yes. answer that. Question. I love that segment. Yeah. Well, I think people need to know what's, what's in the glass. What's in the glass? So they we, be... We've already refilled it a few times. So. This is good wine. So. Muy, muy but but answer Sean's question. I'm really good at sidetracking things. Don't let me. <laughs> there's so there's so many angles here going on. I love it. This is like uh, this is awesome. This is cosmic. Cosmic. Oh. So I would say to the consumer, to the people out there, is that any wine that you see that we represent and bring on is something that if you came to my home, I would pull the cork on and enjoy with you. Mm -hmm. I will not bring a wine that is not something that I would have on the table with you and that I would like love and enjoy. And all of the wines are made by people, families, not corporations or companies or anything like that. They're like... Families, so like people, like real people. Like, I like. I'm yeah. reading up on all the wines you've given us. There's always like stories behind the. You 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 give personal yeah. information about For all sure. of them, and I appreciate that because it's like it gives you a little more context to imagine and, where the wines are. And coming gratitude from. as well, because I would not be where I am today without 
all of the great people that I've had the privilege to work with. And that includes you, Sean. Oh, my gosh. I'm blushing. And uh, <laughs> I'm fanning him like that. <laughs> you, know, you know, like um, on, on, uh, on the English pound, he says, you know, it's like a, we stand on the, on the, on the shoulder of uh, heroes, mm-hmm. you know. And it's, you know, it's like don't ever forget where you came from. Because a lot of people end up at third base and think they got there hitting a single. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, and then so many people forget to remember who was there before, how you even got there, why you're even there. Like, for instance... I mean, maybe they had a double, but like, you know. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm into the baseball metaphors. Yeah. But, but yeah, you know, normally you got to wait for some other people to help you around, around the bases. Oh, yeah. But for instance, the profession of sommelier... Right, sommelier. Right. Like when He's I was doing quotes right now. When I was He's a, doing air quotes, yeah, air quotes, air yeah. quotes of sommelier. Yeah. yeah. When when I was a sommelier and I was like at a party or out, you know, or somewhere, and, mm-hmm. and somebody asked me, "What do you do?" And my sommelier was like, "Is you know, is that curable? Like, are you <laughs> no, like, okay?" Yeah. And it's like now everybody's now a psalm. Everybody's yeah. a psalm. It's just like my friends try and introduce me that way sometimes because they don't have a better word for it because I don't work as a psalm right now. But they're just like, I'm just like, I know a bunch about wine and people that are like psalms that have never worked in a damn restaurant call yeah. themselves that. I'm like, yeah. no, I'm not one. I'm not. <laughs> But yeah, it's, there's, it's hard to, there's a lot of people who do a lot of stuff with wine that has nothing to do with selling it on the floor of a restaurant. The, it's like there's not a good word to explain what they do. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. And, and the, the other thing I'd say maybe to the consumer part is that I have had that privilege because of the people that have took, taken a chance on me. And mm-hmm. I'm, I, I worked my ass off as a young you guy, like coming up through the ranks. And I was always the youngest guy. Like wherever I worked, and it was super intimidating because when you're working in Michelin starred one, two, three star Michelin building, writing grand award lists, best award lists, London, New York, Las Vegas, San Francisco on an international stage at the highest levels, you got to bring the game and you got to bring it every day, every single day. And you got to like keep pushing yourself because, you know, some of these guys that are working with you could be your father. And I, when I look at them in the eye, I want to be like, I'm bringing it. And I'm bringing to the highest level because sometimes I, I, I knew, I'm like, why the hell is this guy here? So to the mm-hmm. consumer part is that I have been through the fire and what I am bringing to you is my, it's, I wouldn't say it's my life's work because I don't, I, like, what, I hope I'm going to be around for many years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but, but it's, um, it's, it's for you and, it, and it's of service. It's a value. And it's, it's, it's really, it's really in my heart, really what I believe in, and, and, and know that it comes from a place of good. That's Answer your question. Right. Well, no, I, that's a great. That's a great answer to <laughs> that question. <clears throat> what's in the glass? Oh, oh yeah, what's oh, in the yeah. glass? We um, could play what's in the glass, so our <laughs> our, our listeners can like experience or that. imagine. Um, before we, can I ask you really quick? Have you had Nebbiolo? This is Nebbiolo. We're drinking, correct? Uh, yes. Have you had the Mexican ones? I'm curious if you have had tried any. I, I've I, only tried the one, and it was the one I had was great. I, I did have a Nebbiolo recently. A friend of mine. Um, uh, Daniel Grzyski, um was the former corporate wine director for all the Michael Mina restaurants. Uh, they just they have this Mexican concept uh, in San Francisco, um, and he invited me to come over and taste a bunch of wines. And there's some really cool uh, wines that we tasted. A few Nebbiolos that that he that he brought on actually, and uh, really inspiring and cool to see what they're doing. My only thought yeah, it was a completely different style, but it was is it was good to like look at Alianico. Oh yeah, you know, I love Alianico. 
like mm-hmm. so, like thicker skin because like let's just be realistic, right? Like Nebbiolo, where does this this comes from? The Alps, yeah. yeah. But like Barolo, Piemonte, you know. It's like, and I heard something about like Nebbiolo being a highly planted varietal in Italy. I don't know who what gave that information, but as not uh, the Wikipedia or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's not possible because it's. <laughs> Really? I was confused oh. about that. Because it would be Sangiovese is number one for the red. I, without even like knowing yeah. that, I know that. And number be. two, it would for red, it would probably be Montepulciano. And then. Oh, really? Absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because like, you go to the go to the Abruzzo, mm-hmm. you know, and then after that, you probably might be might even say like uh, Nero Davola because you look at what Sicily, like the major wine producing areas. Sicily produces like, you know, a god awful amount of wine. Right? Really? Yeah. Nebbiolo is only grown in Piemonte for the most part and in uh, Lombardia. And then you find it. Um, planted a little bit in Sardinia. Lies, lies. Whatever website that was, lies. But you know, here's the other. You guys go back a few episodes. If we say (laughs) something about Nebbiolo, you guys, I've been wrong. It's we were, and we're okay with admitting that because people make mistakes. Here's the other thing in Italy (laughs) is like my grandfather said this. And then the other guy across the street, my grandfather said this. It's like, uh, yeah. like the stories over time. It's like, uh, but yeah, anyways, I hope that Mexican wine keeps growing. And the only thing I wish, though, is that we're, it were less expensive. Oh, because oh, yeah. I don't know how much this was. She got it in Mexico. So well, I it's, don't know. It's a little too expensive when you consider that you can buy imported wine from Italy or France or Spain or Austria or Germany or anywhere out there, and it's a fraction of the cost. Mm. And that also goes the same for California wine a lot of times. I would agree with that. I don't have a lot of experience buying Mexican wine, but I'm like, Californian wine is like so... And, and yes, right now, I'm like, everybody, please spend all your money on Napa Cab. But yeah. hot damn, that shit's expensive. It's <laughs> like, so expensive up there, the Napa Cab. <laughs> I mean, it just is. It's it's not necessary. I mean, it's delicious wine. I'm not going to lie. I've spent you know what I would say way it's, too much uh, on uh, some uh, venge, uh, but <laughs> let me say this: that Napa Valley is the most expensive wine region in America for sure. And those really expensive Napa wines are not the wines that need the support or the help. Right. The people that need the support or the help are the people that you don't know. They're the little guys that aren't in the wine shop that maybe or, you know, the, the they're, they're like because they don't have that widespread network of distribution. No. Those little dudes that, that are making honest, good wine. And maybe it's a little bit more expensive than Sonoma County, mm-hmm. but it's not $500 a bottle coming in some ridiculous oversized bottle from this in like this box that's the size of an elephant. It's, it's like ridiculous. wrapped in like gold flake. Yeah, yeah those aren't yeah, or even has gold flakes in it. Yeah. Those aren't the wines that need your help. The wines that need your help are the wines that are made by pe- like real people families like and not some guy or gal or that you know was alpha in whatever industry <laughs> they came from and yeah. has like three homes and second trophy wife and a Learjet oh, and no. it's like oh you know it's like I hired the best winemaker the best vineyard guy the best this and yeah, yeah. That, 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 those. we want the guy who <clears throat> flies southwest yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, southwest our new sponsor <laughs> Uh, and no, that wasn't it's a reference hilarious. to just I uh, because you said the Lear Jet. So I was. No, it was no, it's it's bad. Should we do a little what's in the glass? Yeah, let's do what's in the glass. What's um, in the glass? So what's in the glass? We like start. We look at it. Like what color is look this? Look at it. It's red. 
It's definitely red. It's definitely red. It's Whoa. definitely red. It's definitely the wine is clear. It's red. It's a uh, medium concentration. Mm-hmm. It's got a little bit of a tawny garnet rim. To yeah, I would say that. Then uh, we take a whiff. There's a little bit of rim barriers. I, I mean, these glasses are tough. Yeah, right? I know. I'm like these are the worst. I can't even like. There's no way time. you can analyze tears in this. These are beautiful glasses. These these are the glasses that friends drink out of. Uh huh. Fuck yeah! Cheers, right. to Cheers to friends. Another fun. Cheers to friends and family. These are the glasses that Ellen's family, for who knows how many generations, but at least my grandma drank from. Mm. Here's to our grandmas, guys. Here's Cheers to our grandmas. grandmas. Cheers, grandma. What do you guys get on the nose? I do get that that rose petal thing. I get for so sure. much I know. the rose I, petal. Said, rose yeah. petal and dried cherry. Dried cherry. Yeah. What are like a pepper spice? Maybe a little white pepper. Mm. Yeah, white pepper to me is so floral. Like, I didn't understand the white pepper references until I went out and bought some so I could pass my wine test. I was like, I need to know what this smells like. I was like, oh, that's so floral. There's a little bit of underbrush, like sage, rosemary sort of action going on. Mm. It's like some autumn autumn leaf to me. And dried leaf. Dried leaf, Dried is, boom, there you go. Dried cherries, dried leaf. When you think of color, think, you know, for red, red wines, you can go black, blue, or red. So this is definitely into the red yeah. spectrum. Mm-hmm. And then from that, you would say, well, is the is the nature of the fruit, is it ripe, underripe, overripe? This is definitely not overripe. This is just dried this, fruit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's ripe. But then yeah. the, the quality is, is of a dried nature, like dried potpourri, rose petal, dried plum skin, uh, that sort of nature, dried yeah. cherries, mm-hmm. yeah. that sort of nature. Maybe a hint of like cedar almost. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe that's the potpourri feeling that yeah. just makes me think so. Very mm-hmm. good. You guys have great palates, man. You know, you, you, you can come and uh, help write uh, the lovely, uh, you know, text sheets that we write. We, we literally I do that would every week. I do that She's for available. You. I am. I will do that for you. <laughs> I love it. I love I'd it. gladly do that for you. That's yeah. awesome. Mm. Um, and how does it taste? It's, it, your glasses are almost empty, I guys. Right. I might. I have to drink it again to find <laughs> out. I, Let me just try one more. Do you guys I usually mean, finish the, the bottle by the half of the segment? No, <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> um, I would say this is this. Well, the first thing that jumped out at me is like this has like great acid to it. Yeah, great acid. Mm. It's like uh, it's great a, freshness, great freshness. Yeah, it was definitely it's different than every other Nebbiolo I've had. Zingy. It brings it's, the party mm-hmm. to the, you know. Party. I was going to call it sharp. It's it's a sharp wine. It's like sharp. It's dressed sharp. It's like. Think about where it comes from, though. The it's northern. Cold. Yeah, it's cold. It's cold. Yeah. cold. That's why it's, it's that's got the acids. I also fresh. get like a little bit of like mid palate tannin, too. Absolutely. On that. I definitely get the tannins, but the tannins are, uh, they're not like jumping out at me as much no. as that. Normally, no. when I drink. I think never. the acid. But the like, azalea, when balanced. we drink that, we were just yeah. like, tannin, tannin, tannin. Uh, yeah, no, this is well acid, balanced. The acid to tannin kind of ratio to me is really balanced. It tastes silky. to me more like. Silky. Yeah. Silky. Silky it's tannin. Silky. Fine. It's, it's elegant. This is a wine that it's, it's, it's royal. It's like, I drink this wine. Is this Grace Kelly Nebbiolo? <laughs> this is Grace yeah. Kelly Nebbiolo. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like got the bright red lipsticks, bright cherry red yeah. lipstick, but it's got like refined uh, satin satin clothes on. This yeah. wine also had a little bit of cut to it, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. yeah. A, that's why I was thinking sharp. It's like... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. David Lynch, who wrote the book Vino Italiano, taught me that. He's like, this wine's got cut. You know? mm. like, I love that. It's got I'm a little use cut that. to it. Yeah. 
But like cut can almost mean like the finish is like cut short or no. Oh, no, 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 or like, no, 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 no. Cut acid, tan. Okay, that's, cut. that's yeah. the kind of cut you're yeah, talking about. Okay. No. I think that's, that's what, what I thought. I was but using I was the like, for some sharp. reason, I'm like, I, I think of cut, I'm like, and just, it just yeah. cuts off. But yeah. <laughs> that's because you're, you know, you were in Hollywood. No. Cut. You know. <laughs> Action. You know, hold it. <laughs> hold it. I like that as a drink. <laughs> I got that one from you. Hold now, it. Now, now when I take people's pictures, I'm like, oh, yeah. hold it, hold, hold it. it. Fierce, <laughs> give it to me. Yes, don't. Yes. Work it. Uh, yeah. show, show me that magic. Show me that magic. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting the cherry, too. I'm getting yeah. all the stuff where you the, smell on the yeah, nose is coming smell, through in the palate, for the... sure. What would you eat with this? That's what I was just thinking I know, of. I was thinking that, too. I was like picturing risotto immediately. Risotto. For some, something. Mm. Truffles. Truffles, oh, well, yeah. Yeah. You know. Perhaps, you know, you could even do fish in the sense of, you know, lobster risotto with English peas. Yeah, that'd be great. With saffron. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was thinking like like saffron risotto. Yeah, I don't. I don't think or a mushroomy. You could also do pork tenderloin. You could do rabbit. You Ooh, could do lamb. I like all of those. This is where yeah. as a vegetarian I fall short. I'm like I have no reference. Ugh. Fava beans. I mean, th- like there's a lot of great Moroccan better with nebbiolo than yeah. Chianti. <laughs> Couscous? I'm just quoting that. Yeah. <laughs> couscous, guys. What doesn't go with couscous? I hate couscous. It's cheese. a texture thing. Cheese. Cheese. Cheese, yeah. You know, yeah. light, soft cheeses. Like a lighter red sauce. I was almost too heavy. picturing some kind of garbanzo-y kind of deal, garbanzo. like spiced garbanzos. I don't know. You, you know, another thing you could do sometimes? Because they have that earthiness yeah. to them. Garbanzos do to me. Beautiful bread, olive oh, oil. I mean, mm-hmm. just, just relax. You know, start it up. I mean, really, any restaurant with good bread, good butter, and good wine, I'm like, that's a five star restaurant in my book. <laughs> but that's as a vegetarian so, who's not like. But uh, olive oil would be the thing because it's Italian, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 In Italy, you go like we're butter. I thought they like don't, don't they like saute gnocchi and butter? Northern sometimes? Italy. I love is butter so more much. Butter influence and yeah. then southern, central or southern, and you have to remember that it's surrounded by water. There's this restaurant called Calamara that just opened up that, you know, we helped influence the whole idea of the menu. Mm-hmm. Is this in San Francisco? Because um, it originally came from the Mina Test Kitchen. Oh, and the, the cool. idea came from a conversation. Adam Sobel, who is the executive chef for the Mina Restaurant Group, we actually were friends back in Vegas, back in the day. And uh, back in those days, there was this restaurant called Bartolota Ristorante di Mare. And uh, they would have a plane from the wind go to the Mediterranean every two days and bring fresh fish. So every wow. day we had like fresh fish at the Bartolota. And because the thing is, like when people think of Italian food, what do they think? Pizza, pasta, raviolis. They ne- like, Guys, it's surrounded by water. Yeah. yeah. Fish, okay? Fish, fish. And when you go to all these different places, there's so many different types of varieties of fish. And we that we were talking because like, we had done another Italian concept prior with with them. And we're like, remember Bartolota? You know, you, you just all these, the different seas, all of that variety. And it was the most successful test kitchen that they did. Hmm. And they launched it. Their first one is here in the Beverly Center. And they're going to take it to other places. And uh, Italian food is very complex. Have you been to Italy yet? I, uh, I have. Did you I go? Have, I haven't I, been yet. We're, 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 I'm just picturing any kind of are you, like... Are you selling some wine in Italy? Okay. Marino Monferrato. It's a vegetarian. Gordon Ramsay shows the director of operations. We opened the wind together. He was our maitre d' of Alex. Oh, cool. It's a very small world. Very small world. <laughs> <laughs> just keeps flipping around. Uh, As a vegetarian, wait, let me, because I'm still, I'm so bad at pairing. I, I'm like, I was envisioning trying to picture this if I were eating like a, like a sauteed, like a, 
Broccoli right. rab with like Ooh. with like a balsamic white balsamic vinegar on top. Would would that seem like it would? I love that. Can I can I just can I just like take the a, bitter green? Can, with I, just, the, can yeah. I just do a little bam? Do it, do the, it. Pick it up a yes. little. Like pick it up. Pick it up. A little morel mushrooms. Ooh yeah. Or some porcinis, trumpets. Any kind of mushroom would be good with this. You know, because then 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 you can bring a little more protein to it, mm. and maybe you could do a little dried breadcrumbs on top. Oh, yeah. With a little drizzle of parmigiano. Oh yeah. And. Sprinkle of chili flakes and boom, voila. Yeah. What do you think? That sounds Done. really good. Yeah. I'm that sounds amazing. I'm going home. Andiamo. I know. Right? Mangiare. Mangia, mangia. Mangia, mangia. Mangia, bambino, mangia. Mangia, bambino. Are oh. we making you guys hungry yet? I know, right? Are we hungry? Is this a wine or is it a food? I know, right? <laughs> we have to add a food element to the show. Yeah, maybe. We bring in like a, like a chef and they cook for us. I think we need to do that. I think um, Zig is going to be like, where is my plate? Yeah, uh-huh, you know? well, for sure. Zig, do you Pass-pass. want to? You want some wine? We haven't Speaking offered you. Of. you. You sure? Yeah. Just, just give him Zig's, the bottle. Uh, just, just well, hydrating over there. We've occasionally left him with our, our empty. But we tried. We try and bring Zig, and he refuses Zig's us excited. so many times, though. Yeah, I know. Zig's so whenever Zig's, he does drink, we're like excited. So say yes if you guy. want some, because we got some. Zig's yeah, the best. Zig's we're like peer pressuring him now. Um, Everybody's doing there, it. <laughs> hold on. I'm gonna. Is there a glass over there? And then I think we should. I think it might be time for lightning round. Oh, is it time for lightning? Isn't it crazy how quickly it goes? Time flies. Thank you, thank you. Oh, look at that. Gregory found a cup right there. Perfect. It's like he's been in the studio before oh you Oh my guys. god. It's like I was, you know, he was well, in, in spirit, your wines which which are your metaphorical lifeblood are uh, have been here many times. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it all makes sense. I feel I feel at home. Yeah. I, I feel uh, you'll still you should. It's like I've been drinking your wines and Sean has known them and I never met you, but I'm like, oh, this is the kinds of things this person likes. And that tells me something about you. Like, I mean, just reading all the profiles of the wine producers and what you like and what seems to drive your taste. It's like it gives you at least some sort of a sense of like the person you're going to meet. And that, that you hired Sean and I and love I've been listening Sean. to your lovely voice and Sean. I was like, <laughs> so oh, it's kind of like we know yeah. each other. Bit. No, but it's so great what you're doing, you know, like with the combination of your history and like all the places you've worked and that you chose to kind of take on this next chapter and bring these wines. Because it's not easy to bring these wines, to no. to ship them here, to bring them here, to Just, put the yeah. book together. I mean, you and, and Ellen worked good, so hard to, to bring these wines here. So you know. His wife, Ellen. Uh, yeah, his wife, Ellen. I've done nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Except for a drink them. Yeah, which, I mean, is that's helpful. a huge part. We've talked about it. You've experienced it. And them, you're yeah. probably, I mean, I've seen on the spec sheets like your price points are not are great yeah because we're a direct importer yeah. distributor the whole thing like there's not multiple layers or tiers like that's another yeah. thing it's just like there's no if you go buy it from another company like there's small yeah. companies like me out there that like awesome. garage yeast is kind of like yeah there's there, but there's people there's a, if, a lot of the wines that come into the united states that are imported coming through multiple layers right. and tiers yeah. and so there's and you're markup. the one guy yeah. going around and giving them yeah yeah so this is like as direct as it gets man it's I like did like, they bring boom. them down to the container and put them in there and they ship them put on a boat <laughs> Put him on Get a boat. Greg actually <clears throat> made this wine. He was clipping the grapes and stomping your own feet. <laughs> you know what's so him. crazy? I was just at KNL. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I worked at KNL like a long time ago. Uh-huh. And I like right. And uh, I went to go see, you know, say hi to my friends and Trey, who's you know, Clyde's son. He uh, had one of the bottles that I blended, yeah. Noiro, oh. next to a bottle of Latash oh, <laughs> wow. on his desk. Uh, and I'm like, dude. Yeah. I'm like, do it right. Yeah. I'm like, can I take a picture of that? 
That's awesome. Wow. He's, uh, for, for people out there that don't know wine, Latasha is one of the uh, the Grand Cru vineyards in Burgundy. It's fancy. Very it's expensive. Very expensive. In the Von Romane. I'm saying mm. it wrong. Hey, so if this okay. is the lightning round. Oh, yeah. We were going to ask you some lightning round. Can I bring the thunder? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't. Put us, put us on the spot. I'm nervous. Sean, hold. Hold my hand. Wait, are, is, is, oh, he's, are asking, he's asking us questions. He's asking us. <laughs> oh, shit. I know. Where were okay. you on July? Oh, no. oh, oh that's easy. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make that one up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next question. Nailed yeah. it. 20,000 points. Yeah. All right. What is your spirit animal? <laughs> <laughs> Giraffe. <laughs> Next question. Oh, oh, I'm telling this. I'm telling this. I won million points. Cheetah. I'm a cheetah. Ooh, cheetah. I like that. I, I like that. that. I like That's that. very good. That's good. I mean, I'm yeah. getting older. I could be like, I'm a cougar, but I would have to have a young boyfriend. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, next Too question. Too far away from cougar. Please. Uh, lightning round. Go ahead. What? Oh. I have a question. No, yeah. I, I, oh. <laughs> I, I, I like it. No, really, I like it. Bring the thunder. I got a question. Yes. Here's a fun question. Yeah, do it. I, I think I, I'll ask you. I don't think I told you this one yet. Yeah. How long does it take? <laughs> take. How long does it uh, take grapes to grow on the uh, on the vine? Oh, how I, many days? How many days? How many days? Oh, it's I, a range. I have an answer about vines in general that it takes at least three years usually for them to be able to. That's produce true. But you grapes. mean like from bud break to yeah, to about, like harvest about hundred days. Give or take, yeah. It's from like April to October. Yeah, a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, is what I got. Uh, yeah. 165 to 180. Yeah, is what, perfect. Is what, yeah, right? I was terrible with math. <laughs> but it's around 100. It's around 100, yeah. It's, because, like, like, it's less than 200. It's more than 100. You have like those like lower like yeah, sugar it, wines like so, that picked early that so are like super it, acidic. So you can have like flowering in March, April. So I think if you want, like it would depend upon where, what grape. So like you can have March, April. Okay. Great, awesome. So you have April, May, June, July, August, September. But then again, so that's seven months. Depends upon the grape varietal. Is it a white? Is right. it a red? Are you making sparkling wine? Are you, Rose. you know, whatever? So seven times three, technically, you're almost like two hundred days. Yeah. You know. So I don't know, man. It changes. <laughs> like it depends. So many. Sean so many likes variables. to ask if questions you... with no answers. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I like to ask questions with uh, variable answers. <laughs> I like it. You, you know, like have you ever? Like answered or did that question? Like how many yellow M and M's are there in the world? No, how many? No, I mean it, like it, you have to show your reasoning for your thoughts. That oh, seems yeah, like yeah, things yeah, yeah, they yeah. have uh, people do to out, pass like, how law many, school. Yeah, it's like sort of like those like well, how do you get to the answer? You have to yeah, like, well, because of X, Y, Z, and like lit and all the variables. And really, right? the like, answer is it's, it's the like, journey, not the yeah. answer that's important. But like one of our last guests figured, like like broke it all down and got within oh range. Oh my god, which we is were like how many bubbles are there in a glass of champagne and he like went through this whole process he's like well I'm looking I'm looking at call and then like and then but there's this variable of time and he like freaking figured it out almost exactly. yeah he <laughs> almost got to like the exact it was crazy that episode it was amazing. It comes aired. out next week. Yeah, next yeah. Week. Well, well, it'll, it'll be, be out, out when you hear this Never one. Mind. The person who did uh, the Phil Jackson, act, go back and listen to that was baller. Yeah, oh, Camille. Camille. Yeah, that, she's the best. That person, straight up, like she's just like huge kudos. Like yeah. Volstead, who's this person? Well, Michael Jordan from downtown. I know. Right? Like, <laughs> listen next week Nailed to uh, Phil Jackson's breakdown of the champagne bubbles because it was impressive. It was very impressive. The coach, yeah. former coach of the Lakers and the yep. Chicago Bulls. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, Phil Augusta Jackson. Phil Augusta Jackson. I know. 
That's why you added the Augusta. Any, um, do you want to ask another lightning round question, or do you want to? Uh, I think you had more I questions than I did prepared. Oh. I mean. Well, bring it I was gonna Here's, make okay. you, I was gonna make you quiz us and like try and bring some. Try and bring some. But um, I, I have one more. Uh, I, get, I, I, I got I got a question for okay. you guys. Oh, okay. What inspired you to get into wine? Oh, deep thoughts with Gregory Condit. Friends, basically. Clifford and Sean Buchholz. For me, it's friends. Friends inspired me, and they taught me, and it just became you know talk about a group hug. Wine is nothing but that, and then just that knowledge built and built and built and built, and that's how I've literally got all of my wine knowledge, except for the quartermaster's class I took. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that—that's it. Yeah, friends, that's what got me into wine. Alan. Oh God, that's so hard because I know I feel like there's everyone's like, what's the wine that made you realize? I'm like, I never had a wine. I I had, and it was just like a restaurant in St. Louis, and like the fanciest thing on our basic list was like a La Crema or something. But like they would every time they changed the list up, bring in somebody who brought. Um, and I was already, I've always been interested in food and cooking and stuff. Uh, and it was the first time I had someone sit down and be like, taste three Chardonnays beside, and I was like so fascinated, and that was what made me first like get a little bit interested um and then it just kind of like gradually grew from there and then like i've met so many wonderful people and like i don't know yeah and wine's just endlessly the more you learn about it the more you're like i know nothing so yeah, yeah. the more you learn the less you know yeah ever evolving and that is and it's that a, with global warming it's is, changing yeah, yeah. Wait, but what you just said there i mean it's something that i was like kind of like whining about a little bit when i was talking to you before you know but like <laughs> The more you know, you're like I don't know. The anything. more you realize, you don't know shit. There's no. always new Seriously. stuff. No, yeah. I'm not accustomed to this moment. But the, keeping it clean, the, the keeping it clean yeah. for the kids. The, 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 but that's really important because uh, you you can go and get these certifications, right? And right. Th- that was kind of like the wine that I wanted to like whine about is because a lot of times. I'm out there and, and, and I meet people or whatever and I, they give me their business cards and I see more letters after their, you know, t- name than yeah. in their name. And it's like, what are you trying to presume? And I'll never forget about a couple of years ago, I was at this tasting and... I mean, if I had letters, I'd use them. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I was, I was, uh, I was, I was at K&L in San Francisco about maybe three or four years ago and I was pouring wines for Porter Creek. And I'm pouring the wines, you know, great wines, great wines. And, you know, that was the first winery I started the company with. Okay. (laughs) And I've known Alex for like, you know, 15 years. Awesome story to that whole thing. And I'm pouring the wines and there's this lovely young lady and she was answering some of the questions that the people I'd never, you know, that had and was like, oh, the the answers are correct. And she's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a Psalm. I'm like, oh, and I mean, I know pretty much almost anybody and everybody that is in, at least in San Francisco and you know in the Northern California zone that is in a restaurant. I'm like, oh, because well, she gave me her card too. Yeah, like, it's her name. So I'm like, I was like, well, what, well, what restaurant? I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in a restaurant. I'm like, oh, where did you work? Oh, I've, I've never worked in. Re-. I'm like, <laughs> and, and then she's like, and she's like, how about? I mean, have, well, see, have you ever been a Psalm? I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, oh man, yeah, because. It, it, like some, like like some is becoming conflated with know. two different things. Well, so. I feel like a f- such a fraud sometimes because I've got like all these credentials and stuff, and then w- like when we were talking to uh uh, uh what's his face <laughs> the master some after the uh, oh uh sir sir yeah Sulichero and he was oh, asking where, was, where do you guys all work and I was just like, texting with him earlier today and oh, I was like the idiot who should have been able to like name some 
top like restaurant I worked at. I'm like, I just do this podcast right now, and I got. I'm like, I have some things, letters, but I'm like, I feel like a fraud sometimes because I don't work in a restaurant right now. I'm like, but ah. but here's the thing: it's, is that you're not a fraud. No. You're, you're, it's the people that. Here's the thing: is that you presume to be better oh. than that's the thing. Gotcha. I, I think. Yeah. To be a psalm, someone I think everybody. Should I mean, be I'll probably be like, sure. I know more about wine than most people I know, but right. I do I know anything really? It's, no. that, it's <laughs> the people that feel like just because they went and took these accreditation oh. programs that they're, that they're somehow, better that they're than better people. than people that actually have worked in it. No. And then, <laughs> without any interest to ask another person or to even have any ounce of humility of like, yeah. wow, you know, like the whole thing of like, you think you got here on your own, or right. you think this nah. is like, it's you like, gotta work with. Yeah. work with people yeah, that and that and that and that that's perhaps the one thing that i would ask and say to the world out there is to have more hu- I mean, you know more, <laughs> more humility yeah i mean i, I say that in because, these political times yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know it, it's it, it, i say that and like i'm like oh really dude you named the company after yourself <laughs> oh. <laughs> no no because, and, and, and the reason why yeah. is because if this thing goes south it's my fault but if it succeeds, it's because of all the friends and the support and the people that 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 make it happen. But wow, well, that feels while we're like, on the feel good vibe, yeah, yeah, like our final yeah, question. Like, what's the final question? Like, what do you most? Oh, I was going to say our final. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, go, yeah, go yeah, for it. Yeah, go, yeah, go, yeah, go, no, what? No, the one we normally ask people last. last. Yeah, that's what I was going to. Oh ask. yeah, what, what did you think yeah. I was going to ask? <laughs> I, I don't know. It sounded the way you were phrasing. Uh, no, 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 Sean no. was the one who first was like, "We should have this question at the very end." But what's what's bringing you joy? What's making you happy? What's good in life? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But I mean. Really, really, or it could be something random that's, no, you know. No, it's really easy. It's really easy for me. You're like Pokemon it's, Go. It's still bringing It's my wife and kids. And Aww. I have to tell you, I am so overly joy and love and happy. It, it's, it's what keeps me um, going. And, you know, the, the last few months with the fires and, you know, I've lost a few friends, you know, and I had a very <coughs> personal close friend wine producer friend passed away recently and you know you start to think about your own mortality you start to think about life and the things that are bullshit that don't matter and you know what matters is your you know call your mom call your mom call your dad my mom my mom and dad are gone you know and so it's like you know i'm i'm um you kind of feel like an orphan sometimes you know you're like dude you're like the grave is right there man like there's nobody else you're you're you know so like the kids you know Mm. my wife how old are your kids eight and ten Oh. So cute. Yeah. Thank you. So cute. So Great good. question. Um, He's the one who first was like, we should have a happy ending because yeah. it's yeah. like we get people yeah. in here bitching Keep about bitching things about and we're like, let's end on a good note. This was so, awesome. That was so good. This oh my so God. Good. It's so wonderful to have you here. Yeah, it's so wonderful. Thanks Sean's for, been telling me yeah. how wonderful you were for like so long. So it's like, ah. Oh, Sean's so wonderful and you're wonderful. I'm just in, in, a privilege and honor to be in Aww, your presence. Thank you. Thanks thank for you. all that you do, and thanks for being an awesome guy. I mean, we love you. And uh, cheers, guys, cheers, on that guys. one. Cheers. We'll make a... We like this wine. Our glasses are tears yeah, we and like empty. The, we like the Foley. Glass! Happy oh, New Happy New Year! year. <laughs> I didn't realize we were singing. Happy New Year, you guys. Happy New Year's, guys. Um... Well, we're well, back. now you you know the we're back from vacation. We put through our paces by Gregory. Yes, what thank a man. you, Gregory. What a man. What a man. We He's love so him. He's so good. So good. His wine is so good too. Thank you for your wine, Gregory. Thank yes. you for you. Thank you for everything. Thank you, Covell, for ever starting and 
getting Sean into wine so that I could one day meet him <laughs> say, let's do a podcast. Thank you, WSETs, for making Ellen study. Yeah, thanks, mm. Court Masters, for doing the same thing. Thank you, UCB, for everything. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. do so much, UCB. You it's do so true. much. It's true. Yeah, well, they're also somewhat to blame for it. I'm like, oh, Sean's a, a UCBer and a whiner. Mm-hmm. And a, and a whiner. And a whiner. <laughs> uh, thanks, Dr. America Comedy, for our song. Uh, Thomas Strzok for the graphic. Yep, yep. Do we have anyone else to thank? You know, you guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Hey, we're thanking you. Yes. Hey, I'm talking about the man in the podcast mirror, and that's you. Or woman. Yeah. <laughs> but I was referencing a Michael Jackson song, so. Oh, which one? I'm talking to the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his thing. That song. I, I know what, what okay. you're talking well, there about. there you go. I love it. I just, I don't think I ever quite understood what he was saying, because it's so, like, high, so, and, and I bet he so was... So staccato, so stick Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, we're back. <laughs> uh, we're singing. Um, um, we uh, our New Year's resolution. Uh, we'll we'll tell you about those maybe on another episode. We'll have wine resolutions. Ooh, wine resolutions. Like yeah, that. Uh, we have fantastic Betsy Stover Betsy and Stover. S- um, some mi- mystery guests show up next week. Oh right, that's right. We do have mystery guests. Yeah, so that's exciting. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, it is. It yeah. really is. It's sort of a new, a new thing. We might keep it, um, keep mystery guests coming on. Mysteries. And then we're we're gonna getting back into back. Like I can't even talk. This is how out of shape we are. We're taking winter break. <laughs> Get back into recording regularly and being back in your earbuds with the wines and the wines and the wines. Yeah. And um, the twines. And the twines. Yeah. <laughs> Rate, review, subscribe, send us questions, take, you know, keep sending us your grocery store wine yeah, picks, we'll, all that. we'll keep talking them up. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Bye. Bye. I just drink wine. I don't fuck with my I just drink wine. I don't fuck with many names. I just drink wine. I don't fuck with coffee mates. I just drink wine. Give me red, white, or say, don't touch me, motherfucker, I'm a Somali. a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.